Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Ruthless ST Radio Podcast. My name is Nick Burnell and I actually don't have my co-host this week. Joey's a little missing, but no matter, we'll continue regardless. We've got a great show, well I have a great show (laughs) planned for you this evening. Uh, We are going to talk about some, just some recent happenings. Uh, So this is Memorial Day, Uh, as we all know, the... Uh, point of Memorial Day is to honor those, uh, at least in America, that have fallen uh, d- during the line or during their service to this great nation. Uh, we honor those first responders, uh, military members, uh, for giving the ultimate sacrifice, and it allows people like me to do what I do, which uh, at this point is ramble on for I don't know 10, 15, 20 minutes about what I've been doing lately. So, being in Ohio, um, the spring here has just been horrible. Uh, It was rainy, very rainy. Rain day after day after day. Cold. Uh, There was even a little snow at some point. Uh, So, last week, about midweek, my dad and I decided, you know what? We're going to take a little mini vacation. Uh, He loaded up his motorcycle. He, He rides a 2018 uh, BMW R1200GS, and I ro- or I drove my ST, and we went down to Teleco Plains, Tennessee. And for those of you that aren't well-versed in the uh, car lore and location of good roads in this country, Teleco Plains, Tennessee is the western terminus, that means it's where it ends, uh, of the Cherahala Skyway. Uh, and the Cherahala Skyway is a 51-mile stretch of loveliness draped through the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, the Nantahala National Forest, and also the Cherokee National Forest. Uh, it crosses through both of those national forests. Uh, so it goes up and down a mountain. Uh, its highest point, I believe, is around 6,000 feet above sea level. Uh, so it gets it gets kind of cool up there, so it was... We did that on Saturday of our weekend, and uh, it was about 70 degrees compared to the 85, 86 down uh, at the bottom of the mountain, which was fantastic. Uh, And then, of course, while you're in that area, you can't help but stop at Deal's Gap, which is where the top of the Tale of the Dragon is. The Tale of the Dragon uh, again, for those that don't know, is US-129, and what it is, is it is, it is 11 miles of road, uh, and it is very, very smooth, and in that 11 miles of road, there are 318 curbs, and uh, it is still used to this day as a regular commute route um, by the locals that live there. I find that very surprising, but hey whatever you gotta do so you know the the car the scenery there is just absolutely fantastic you know you're looking at about smoky mountain views uh whenever you get clearings uh so we did a loop on friday when we arrived at our campground um we we camped over the weekend and we arrived at our campground on friday and we did an 88 mile uh, loop on friday and uh, to get us warmed up so we actually got to see 
the Aquatic Center for the 1994 uh, Summer Olympics in Atlanta, and that's where they did the uh, the water uh, the canoe slalom, I think is what it was called. Uh, they used it for that and a couple other events. And basically what that is, that's a section of the river, of the Ochoe River, that they put uh, artificial rocks into, and they would flood, and they would make it have uh, rapids and other things. So that was kind of cool. Couldn't go in the visitor center, uh, because the federal areas are still closed due to corona. But uh, it was still a sight to see. Uh, just to be able to go out on the bridge and, and look out over the river and see all of the, you know, all of the timing lights and that kind of thing. That was really cool. Um, and, of course, Fontana Dam is in that area, which is uh, part of the Tennessee Valley Authority, which, uh, for those history buffs, uh, the TVA was created during the New Deal um, to put people back to work. Um, so... The route that we did on Saturday, like I said, we did 88 miles on Friday. We then did 250 miles on Saturday. We went uh, up Tennessee uh, 360, so we went a couple miles onto the Skyway, and, and 360 or 389 uh, is right there. And it goes north up to US 411, uh, and then US 411 uh, will split off onto 129 and, and that's the first time we did the dragon that weekend um now the dragon is notorious for killing people and injuring people on motorcycles uh, just that day alone on saturday we had seen two people go off um one, one thing that's very important when you're down there is you never ever ever whatever you do cross the center line and the reason for that is you don't you don't know what's coming around the corner. Uh, most corners down there are blind. Um, and uh, if you cross the center line and, and someone's coming the other way, well, if you're on a bike, it usually means you're dead. Uh, if you're in a car, well, that's just a bad day. Or you could also be dead. Uh, you know, we're doing 50, 60 miles an hour through these curves, and they're really tight. Uh, they're really tight curves, and it's it's hard to comprehend what happens. Uh, but the the at the top of the dragon at Deal's Gap, there is what's called the Tree of Shame, and the you do not want to add to this Tree of Shame. This Tree of Shame uh, is from if you wreck on the dragon, you are to leave a a body part of your wrecked vehicle uh, at the Tree of Shame so they can hang it. So there's car mirrors, uh, motorcycle fairings, motorcycle mirrors, lots of those. Um, but on the dragon, there are, or on the Tree of Shame, rather, there are, you know, in memory of uh, this person, um, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to this person uh, that, that have died, you know, being there on the dragon. But you know, the scenery is great. You know, there are scenic overlooks uh, everywhere down there to pull off. Um, on Saturday, when we so we went up the Dragon, and then we went south on 
uh, North Carolina State Route 28 and took that all the way into uh, Franklin, uh, North Carolina. Um, and there was a really nice, about midway through our day, because uh, we didn't get started till 10 o'clock or so, about midway through our day, we uh, stopped at a quirky little coffee shop in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. Uh, it's called Cardinal Coffee. And we stopped there as a coffee stop, and I had a smoothie. And it was one of the best mango smoothies that I've ever had. Uh, but the, the views just around there, you know, you look up and you see mountains. That's something, you know, that you can drape a road over a mountain like that, and it'd be perfectly smooth. You know, this is the south, so it doesn't snow, and it hardly ever rains. So the roads are, are pretty well taken care of, which is great. But the, the scenery was just breathtaking. You know, you got to go there. Uh, the scene, the views from the top of the Cherahala are, are fantastic. Um, and, and just being down there, just all the fresh air compared to, to up here in the city and city life is just great. Uh, so that, but, you know, the scenery is great, but, you know, it all kind of matters on how the car performs. And most of the guys that know me know that I daily drive my Focus. Um, it is my only car that I have, and it is set up to go racing pretty much all the time, save for uh, the tires. Uh, I do have a set of Bridgestone RE71Rs that I do put on this car uh, to go racing. Uh, other than that, I do have a set of all seasons that I will run uh, when I do daily drive the vehicle. So, to give everyone a retrospective the tires that I have on my car for all seasons, I have the Continental Tire, uh, I think they call it the uh, the Extreme Contact, or the Sport Contact, uh, something Contact, DWS 06, and the DWS stands for Dry Wet Snow, so it is the all-season tire. It has a 560 treadwear rating, don't quote me on that, but it's up in that uh, vicinity. Excuse me. Uh, it's up in that vicinity. And as a all-season tire, it's great in the winter. Uh, dry performance is good. Um, but this was kind of the first real test of these tires and how far I could trust them. So these tires were, I think, fantastic for this. Um, I could have gone with a summer performance tire and probably have been a little better off. Um, but they were rolling over, so I was tracking rollover, you know, every time I would get out of the car, I'd look and see how far the tires were rolling over, um, and they were rolling over about as far as I would expect them to for an all-season tire. I have raced on all-season tires, uh, I did race on the, I had a set of Kelly Edge 540s, uh, on the car, uh, when I bought it uh, as a CPO car, so this was the first tire change that I had that I had made for, for my daily tires to these Contis. Um, and I had done a couple races on those, and I had actually gone to the Dragon and the Cherahala uh, the previous year, so last year, on those tires as well. And I thought the dry performance of those was not great. Um, 
It didn't grip as well as I would have liked it to. And I knew that going in because I'd raced on them before. Uh, the They didn't have a great sidewall. Uh, the, the Contis definitely have a stiffer sidewall. Uh, so they didn't roll over as much, which was great. But the, the thing I love about my ST, and kind of the whole hatchback class as a whole, is I can get 29 miles to the gallon all the way down there, fully loaded uh, with all my stuff, my clothes, everything but my tent I had in my car. Um, so I got 29 miles all the way down and all the way back, uh, 29 to 30 on the highway. I get down there. Top the tank off again. Uh, I had to do that both Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Saturday was pretty much a full tank day. Uh, and, and I was not kind to the gas mileage either. Um, but Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I got a combined. And combined. So I got less than this in a lot of places. And we there were a couple sections of floor lane that kind of saved it. But I did get a combined 20 miles to the gallon. Um... My, uh, gas mileage on my Focus, which was fantastic. I don't think I could have asked for it to perform any better. Uh, it certainly liked being in the twisties. Uh, I, th there are a couple gripes I have with the stock tune. Uh, I wish the turbo came out just a little bit sooner. Um, and I, I, the torque down low, though, is absolutely fantastic. Ford... Uh, and this is a t 2014, so this is a pre-facelift, but it's the it's the 2014 and a half. So it does have the bigger front brakes. Uh, it has a little bit modified suspension geometry compared to the 14s, and the regular 14s and the 13s. And, you know, and obviously I modified the sway bar in it. I have a white line rear sway bar in my car on factory end links. Um, and th this is a perfect, oh, damn near perfect twisty carver. I love it. Um, I don't think I could have asked for that car to perform any better. Um, it was noisy enough that it was, it was noisy enough that it actually, act, what's the, it, it made the experience better, uh, but it wasn't so noisy that it would say drone on the highway. And I do have a stock exhaust, so before everybody screams at me, yes, I know it's not going to drone anyways, but you get the point. So, like I said, we did stay at a campground. Uh, Dad trailered his motorcycle uh, behind his company vehicle. Um, and we stayed at what was called uh, Hunt's Lodge Motorcycle Campground. Now, just because this was a motorcycle campground didn't mean that cars weren't welcome there. Uh, I went ahead, we were allowed to park our, my vehicle up right with the bike, uh, right up at the campsite. Uh, there was a space uh, near our campsite for trailer parking, which was fantastic. And uh, that campsite was great. Uh, it actually turns out one of the owners uh, was actually from Xenia. Xenia is about a half hour south of where I live in Ohio. Uh, so that was kind of cool. So we were able to talk about uh, the the area, what was going on in the area. Um, so that was great. Uh, they even had a, a community toaster for Dad because we went to the store and bought some bagels and some peanut butter. So he was able to have bagels every morning for breakfast. It was great. Uh, but more importantly, they had showers. 
this was 80 degree mid 80s in the day during the day and about 60 degrees at night so the sleeping weather was perfect um was just right uh, and it was great so that kind of brings me to my next point uh, i've been wanting to do like a group trip uh down to that area for a while Ever since I went the first time, I thought it would be fantastic. So, I'm going to announce, and I'm going to announce it here, that we are, we here at the Ruthless ST podcast, radio podcast, are formally announcing the Rally to Cherahala and Beyond, presented by Ruthless ST Radio. Now, what that's going to be is that is going to be a group drive and camping trip, much like the weekend that I just had. Uh, a trip like that can be done easily in three days. Leave leave on, early on a Friday morning, come back on a Sunday, kind of 8, 9 o'clock Sunday night. So we would do kind of the same thing. We would all meet up uh, at a predetermined location. I'm still working on, still working out the details, but this is this is kind of the itinerary that I had in mind. So we would meet up. Uh, at 6 a.m. or thereabout on Friday morning. We would then leave from that predetermined location all in a nice big long convoy. Uh, this this is a trip where everybody would have to have a CB radio. Um, the reason for that being is when you're down there, on the way down, it's great. You have cell reception all the way down because we're just going down Interstate 75. Once we're down there, though, and we're in the mountains... It, there is no cell reception. There are areas where there is zero cell reception, even for Verizon customers. So everybody would need a CB radio. They can be had on Amazon for $50. I've already checked. 50 60 bucks. So we would leave early on a Friday morning, and we would be driving to a campground. This is a, this is a, the, the goal of this trip is to be very inexpensive, and the, the best way to be inexpensive down there is to camp somewhere. Now, the campground can be determined by the group, or it is more than likely going to be determined by me, but that is going to be determined uh, based on the headcount of the group. The goal that I have in mind for this first one is about 15 to 20 drivers. I realize that's a lot, but bear with me. And we're going to go to Hunt's Lodge, and we are going to camp. There is plenty of room there uh, for us to camp, and there's nice level campground camping areas and like i said there's bathrooms there's showers uh so everybody can take a shower at the end of every day uh, which is more important uh, especially when it's 80 90 degrees during the day and you're relying on god's air conditioner <laughs> to uh, cool you off so we would get there on friday uh, about noon we would set up camp and then i would leave it up to the group if we wanted to we could uh, go into town, get get essentials, come back, or we would go drive that 88-mile loop that I did on Friday. It can be done in a couple hours. Uh, then go to the store, get supplies, and come back to camp. Uh, we would hang out at camp, have a nice little kumbaya, uh, and there are plenty of local restaurants in Teleco Plains there at the start of the Charahala to eat dinner. Uh, the restaurant that we had both nights while we were there it was called the teleco beach drive-in and it was great had hamburgers double hamburgers and they were very very big hamburgers too uh but there's there's all sorts of 
local restaurants down there. There's Hardee's if you're into the fast food life. And then we would just go back to camp and chill. Uh, Saturday, we would sleep in, uh, leave at about 10 o'clock. Uh, and there's a couple different loops we can do. Um, we could do the 250-mile loop that uh, my dad and I did, which, again, great loop. Uh, and there's also time in that particular loop that everybody – there's a nice four-lane section, so everybody can get nice mountain mountain rollers with the mountains in the background. Uh, that probably wouldn't uh, be too hateful. Uh, and then uh, we, we would, again, have dinner and go back and chill at camp. Uh, and then Sunday, you know, we'd wake up. We'd kind of sleep in a little bit. We'd wake up, and then I would I would pitch this to the group. Either we could do the Cherahala Skyway and the Dragon again, because we will be doing both on Saturday. Or we can just break camp and go home. Now, I will say that the Cherahala, at least for the Ohio drivers, the Skyway and the um, the Skyway and the Dragon are both technically on our way home so we could technically do both again and depending on how often you come down to that area you might want to do that again uh, myself included so we could all do that again as a group and then head out uh like i said 411's right there 411 links up with interstate 75 and we boogie up 75 and come home uh, and we would get home probably nine o'clock ish we'd get back into the dayton area so that's kind of that trip there. Uh, I don't have a, a weekend set yet, but we're looking at the end of July. And I, I'm also looking for other, uh, you know, brands if they want to attach themselves to this. Because I know a lot of, like, Gearhead Fest may get canceled this year along with a couple other car events. Uh, so I am looking for maybe other presenters to do this with me as well. Uh, I'm always open to that discussion. You're more than welcome to message me uh, on my various social media platforms or get a hold of me with my email address for the race team, which is uh, Burnow Family Motorsports, B-E-R-N-O-W, Family Motorsports at gmail.com. So, you know, send me an email, uh, shoot me a message on Facebook or Twitter, and let's get something going. So that kind of brings us into the... Uh, happenings with the podcast so as you guys have maybe made it there's some people that have made it very painfully obvious to me and this episode isn't any different we don't have an intro yet i'm working on getting one made if anyone has uh any suggestions they'd like to put in again message me on my social media platforms use that same email address Burnout Family Motorsports at gmail.com. That's B E R N O W Family Motorsports at gmail.com. Uh, and send me some suggestions. Uh, you know, I'm always looking for not only suggestions to make the show better, but, you know, constructive criticism. I'm always looking for that too. Again, help me make myself better. Uh, so that kind of brings us into the next episode. You know, we're looking at. This was supposed to be when Suicide Garage was going to come on, and we were going to talk about uh, Suicide Garage and, you know, how Tyler and David got into the car hobby. That is going to be the next episode that we are going to do in two weeks. That's going to be the next episode that we're releasing. 
And for those that don't know, Suicide Garage kind of holds a special place in my heart because when this brand started, the reason, you know, my car kind of got its name, the reason the show has its name, the Ruthless ST Radio, Ruthless, the Ruthless ST, uh, I had a very good friend of mine from, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, and a couple years ago, uh, right after I had talked to her, um, about a week after, uh, she had actually ended her life, and I thought that it was only right, because my car was hard to drive, and I, and it still kind of is, and I thought the name fit rather well, um, and her nickname was Ruthless, so that, that kind of brings, uh, brings it all full circle, but what they do is they, uh, they make they they do suicide awareness. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's definitely a, a hard topic to talk about. Uh, so I'll say it here, and I will say it uh, on the next show as well. Um, you know, viewer or listener discretion is going to be advised. Some of those topics might be a little too heavy for someone to to hear, or at the same time, they might you know lift a person up and. Um, you know, lift a person up and out of that maybe slump that they're in. Uh, and if and if I can do that, you know, I've done my job. If I do that while I'm sitting here rambling, I've done my job. You know, they've done their job. Uh, their slogan is, I'm glad you're here. I'm also definitely glad you're here. Um, but that's going to be our next show. Uh, and this will hopefully be the last show without a proper intro, without a fancy intro on the beginning i'm working on getting one of those made i've got a couple uh feelers out to some people uh, but again uh, like i said a little earlier if you have suggestions comments concerns don't be afraid to reach out to me on my social media my facebook my twitter um uh, again you can also email me uh burnow b-e-r-n-o-w family motorsports at gmail.com that is the race team's email address uh, and that you can send me any kind of criticism you want. It's open for discussion. Well, uh, we've been sitting here for about 26 minutes now. 26 and a half minutes as my timer rolls around. I think that's a good spot to end the show. Uh, I will see you in two weeks. Uh, we haven't quite gone to weekly episodes yet. So I will see you in two weeks for the Suicide Garage episode, episode four of the Ruthless ST Radio podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.